Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I've been talking about speed of service. So today, I want to give you guys some tips on how to improve your speed of service. And even though I may talk about specific food items, this applies to any kind of food that you're going to be selling. The very first thing I want you to do thin down your menu. I talk to so many people every day that have just way too much food to sell on a food truck. You're not going to make any more money by having a bigger menu. In fact, you're going to lose more money because you're always going to either be running out of products, which upsets people, or you're going to have lots of waste because you have so much food that you can't sell. So thin your menu down. Get it to three or four core items, one or two sides, and a small drink selection. You absolutely cannot be all things to all people, so stop trying. Core items means different proteins. So a hot dog would be one protein, a hamburger would be two proteins, a Philly cheesesteak would be three, and a chicken sandwich would be four, and then you stop. Nothing else. You actually are going to sell a whole bunch more food when you have a lean, easy-to-understand menu that's built for speed, and you're going to make more profit. Then you want to limit your condiment selections to no more than 7 to 10. Every choice that you have increases your ordering time. It's one more thing for someone to have to read. It's one more question for someone to have to ask. So with those four core items, you can add things to give your menu some depth. For example, if you're doing burgers, you can add bacon. You can add cheese, obviously. And then if you've got that chicken sandwich, you can now have a chicken bacon club. You can have a bacon-wrapped hot dog. You could even do a BLT sandwich, which is a whole additional sandwich, but it didn't add anything because you're using the bacon in several different areas. The core proteins remained at four, But you have the ability to make your menu look larger when you have ingredients pulling double and triple and quadruple duty. You have to make sure that everything on your food truck works together. There is no point in carrying a condiment that only goes on one product. It's taking up space. Take a real hard look at your current layout. As much as possible, your food should move in one direction, and that's towards the guest or towards your pickup area for the food. The staff should move. Only the food should move. Because every back and forth motion, it wastes time, it adds fatigue. Examine every condiment or topping and how it's held, where it's held. Does it make sense to be held here? In what order should it be on the condiment station? And you should have a set order and it should flow from either front to back or back to front. Doesn't matter as long as it makes sense and you're not going to the back to get something and then going to the front to get something else that goes on top of it and then back to the, the back to pick up a second product or a third product. It should all flow in a nice, orderly fashion. You want to eliminate those back and forth motions. Even if it's only in inches, change it. Remove all the excessive condiment choices. They're going to save you time. They're going to save you money when you get rid of the stuff that just doesn't move that fast. Even if it's your favorite, get rid of it. 
write a specific job description for every single team member, including yourself. Your staff needs to know their primary responsibility as well as a second and even a third responsibility. Everybody on the food truck needs to know how to do everything. I've said that so many times. You don't hire cashiers. You don't hire cooks. You hire food truck employees that are going to learn how to do everything. Yes, some of them will be better at certain positions than others, but they have to know how to do everything so they can help each other. And when they can help each other, they can get the food out faster. Don't get stuck in the one of the biggest pitfalls a lot of owners have is, I'm the only one that can cook because I know what I'm doing. Well, then you're not really a business owner. You're just an employee. Business owners train other people to do the work and train other people to do the work well. They coach them to get better. If you're stuck on a position because you're the best one for the that is on your food truck, you haven't been doing training. It's nice for your staff to know what your role is and how you're going to be supporting them because that's what you do as a business owner. You support your staff. They perform the task. You support them at it. And when you teach them that you're going to be helping them along the way and coaching them to get better and faster at their jobs, which in turn should help them to make more money, then you're going to make more money in the long run. You want to write a teamwork system. And what I mean by that is what happens when one person is out of position. Say the cashier is got two or three orders that they have to hand out. They're trying to get people organized. But yet there's guests that are stepping up and want their order to be taken. What do you do? Who's addressing who? You could have a team member start an order and say, hey, welcome to the food truck. What would you like today? And get that order started so you don't have a guest standing there going, hey, is anybody going to wait on me? Because all they see is people on a food truck. They don't know who's the official cashier. They don't know who's the official cook. All they know is that they're standing at a window and not getting waited on. So your staff has to have secondary positions. They need to know how to do everything. And they need to have a system where they, if a team member is out of their normal job role for a few seconds or a couple of minutes, who's stepping in to take that place? Write out an exact procedure with every step of the guest experience and what the team should be doing every step along the way. And you want to put time goals in there. How long does it take before a guest is ever addressed? If you set a five-second goal and the cashier's not there, then somebody needs to be addressing that guest. Otherwise, your food truck is not meeting your established goals. It's not getting that five-second response time, that five-second welcome time. You want to talk about the greeting, how it's supposed to be done, how things are supposed to be rung up in your POS system, how that communication goes from the POS system back to the cooks. You want to make sure that people know how to properly mark an order because we all know people are going to order specials. Doesn't matter what you're selling, they want something different than it's normally going to be prepared. How is that marked? So the guest has isn't having to unwrap something and then open up, take the lid off of it and go, okay, this is the one no pickle. It should be written in some way, shape or form and you should have that standardized so that everybody writes it the exact same way every single time it gets made. If you're not thinking in that detail, that's probably one of the reasons why you're not making as much money as you possibly could. You have to think in detail. You're the owner. You're working all this stuff out. So you teach it to your staff. You want to cross-train everyone. I've already said that a couple of times, but do not assume that somebody that claims they've got experience from a chain restaurant actually knows anything. Likewise, claiming that they're a short-order cook doesn't mean they know anything, and it doesn't absolve you of the responsibility of training them. Do not hire people and just throw them out there and say, hey, you'll figure it out, because the only people that suffer are going to be your guests. And if the guests are suffering, you're going to be suffering. You're going to be suffering at the bank account. So you train your people, and then you cross-train them. Once they get good at one position, they're going to learn all the rest of the positions you have on the truck. You train them, whether they have experience of years or decades, 
or they're a 16-year-old, and this is their very first job. They all get trained exactly the same. The only difference is the ones that really do have experience and were good at their job will go through the training process faster. A lot of new food truck owners, because they don't have experience as a leader, and they also don't have experience in the overall process of a food truck, from the order taking to the cooking, tend to make the mistake of hiring the quote-unquote experienced people. And then allowing those experienced people to tell them what to do. Well, hey, when I was at McDonald's, we did it this way, and, you know, it works. McDonald's, big company. Doesn't mean it's a procedure at McDonald's. It doesn't even mean it's a well-ran McDonald's this person came from. So it does not help you to let other people tell you how to train. You set the standards, you write out the procedures, and then you teach them and expect them to be followed. You want to create job aids if you're going to be training your folks. Job aids would include things like pictures, how things are supposed to be dressed, in what order the sandwich is dressed. You know, does it go white, red, green, white, red, green, like Wendy's used to do? And the white, red, green was mayonnaise, ketchup, pickle, and then onions, tomato, lettuce. And then the mustard went on the meat itself. Burger King dresses it totally different. It's mayonnaise, lettuce, and tomato on the crown, and then the Pickles, onions, mustard, and ketchup on the top of the meat. And then it's sandwiched together. Hardee's even dresses it differently. Whataburger dresses it differently. But they do have a standard, and they have job-based to remind people what goes on what sandwich in what order, and also the amounts. Everything has to have a time goal. So when you're creating these job aids, put in time goals. We're going to be doing this particular task in so many seconds. At Burger King, for example, when they go to wrap a Whopper, a properly dressed Whopper, fully dressed Whopper, there's two components they're looking at. Does it weigh a certain ounce span? And I can't remember the exact ounces, but you put it on a scale, and if it's completely dressed and dressed properly, it's going to weigh a certain amount. That accounts for the bun and the meat and then all the condiments. And then the other component is the speed component. How quickly can that sandwich be assembled and then sent out? You can do a fully dressed Whopper in about 13 seconds. And that may sound like it's blazingly fast to some folks. It's not. I could do it with my minimal practice. My wife, Melissa, can do it just as fast as I can. It's not a hard thing to do. Burger King used to have competitions amongst the different stores. Who's the fastest sandwich maker? Who's the fastest specialty board maker? Hardee's used to do the same thing with their biscuit makers who can make the proper biscuit with not only the time goal in mind, but also the height and the taste and the proper baking. Have those little contests. Have those time goals. Have something in place so that people know I should be able to assemble this Philly cheesesteak in one minute. It should only take 30 seconds to cook the meat or whatever your particular procedure is. They need to know that it can be done in a certain amount of time. So don't avoid the job aids. Make the job aids. There is nothing difficult about food service except when we try to do everything verbally and we don't teach people what to do and give them job aids and the visual examples. Make your life easier. You are the leader of your business. Everything good in your business is a result of your planning, your training, and your execution. Everything bad is a result of your lack of planning, lack of training, and indifference in execution. Train your people, then inspect what you expect. Training is not a one-and-done exercise. Training is consistent communication with feedback, and that builds a cohesive and a guest-centric team. You never stop improving on your quality, your service, your cleanliness, and your community. And when you do those things, your bank account is going to thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast 
just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We've got a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new, just starting beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business.